Hello and welcome to the Aurora Energy Research Podcast. This episode is one of a series which will be letting you know what to expect from our Spring Forum, which is taking place in Oxford on Tuesday the 24th of March. It's the most senior event of its kind in Europe and is referred to as the Davos of the energy industry. The theme of this event will be capitalising on net zero, strategies to thrive in a deeply decarbonised energy sector. And as per normal, there's going to be a wide range of experts sharing their thoughts. One of these is Keith Anderson, Chief Executive of Scottish Power. He spoke to me from their head office in Glasgow. You're taking part in a session called uh, Future of Retail. How will customer requirements and technology change energy retail? Can you give an idea of the key points you'll be hoping to make? I think we, when we talk about the future of retail, I think we, we need to expand it a little bit beyond just being about retail. There's just a massive change coming down through the entire energy sector, uh, which will also impact the retail end of it. But Everything is now driving towards a massive electrification of the system. So all of the things you're seeing and hearing, whether it's about transport, whether it's about heat, whether it's just generally about decarbonisation, but also when you're seeing interaction with business, uh, the electrification in terms of the expansion of the internet, data centres, everything's saying we're going down a massive electrification programme. Now, that ultimately will end up completely yeah, massively changing the retail sector as well uh, and the interface with customers just now because uh, the whole concept of the product they currently buy will shift and change. Uh, well, what do I mean by that? Simple things like, you know, all of a sudden um, uh, electric cars and plugging cars in at home and plugging cars in at a place of work, the customer is no longer really going to be focused on buying the underlying utility uh, and the underlying commodity of how much do they pay for the unit of electricity. What they're now more focused on in a world like that is actually I'm buying distance, I'm buying convenience, I'm buying transport, I'm buying the ability to get to my work or I'm buying the ability to get on holiday. So that change uh, in the conversation takes place and the change in the focus of what the customer's buying changes quite radically. I think we'll see exactly the same kind of shift in conversation as we decarbonize the heating system as well. And then layer on top of that, uh, the whole digitization of the process. So from smart metering and all of the data that that will collect to all of the intelligence now being built into the home in terms of smart devices, and then if you ramp up an even bigger level, you start to hear people now talking about the switch away from a distribution system owners to distribution system operators. And what we have is a far more interactive, proactive distribution system where you are linking and creating linkages from homes to businesses, from business to business, from generation site directly to customers and vice versa. So again, I think it's going to shift the overall dynamic for the retail market quite significantly over the next 5, 10, 15 years. Now, as we record this, we've just seen uh, Microsoft say that it's going to become carbon negative by 2030 and offset all the carbon emissions it has made since it was founded. Now, admittedly, this isn't a change in energy retail, but it is a big change in a different sector. Uh, an example maybe of custom requirements and demands 
in action. Uh, what do you make of this? Do you think there is that link there? Well, look, yeah, I think there is a massive link to retail, actually, because I think if you sit and look at why are companies like Microsoft talking about doing this, we've already seen, particularly in America, but we're starting to see in the UK, a lot of organisations now uh, lining up to, to get more involved in renewable energy. Um, and no longer just about buying certificates or buying what they call a green energy product. They actually want to be involved in what people call additionality, i.e. we as a company, through the commercial arrangement we've, we've made, uh, we are responsible for the building of an additional wind farm. Uh, and therefore, they're actually uh, aligning themselves with tackling climate change and aligning themselves properly with that green messaging. But why are they doing that? Why are these companies doing it? They're doing it because of their retail market. They see that's what customers want. They see that's where public perception is. They see that's where the public demand is, that actually people are starting to demand a shift and a change. And these companies are, uh, are being very proactive. They want to get involved in this. They want to be able to show their customers that they take this seriously, that they're a company that people want to do business with. And again, I think we'll see that come further and further through the retail market. And I think you'll see it in a change where consumers uh, directly work with and look at an energy company as well, which is, you know, do you want to be uh, working with uh, and, and having your supply from an energy company that hasn't decarbonized? Uh, is that good enough? Do you want to, to be with a company that's buying certificates and buying green energy? Or do you want to be with a company where your money is going into an organization and it's being associated with future investment and decarbonization? And I think you'll see the dynamics of that conversation change as well. So I think it is in, you know, what Microsoft are doing is incredibly relevant to the retail market, but it's also incredibly relevant to tackling climate change. We need to see big businesses get involved in the drive to switch what's going on. You can't just hope that we're going to tackle climate change by relying on customer behavior. It's got to be driven by big business and big investment. So I think it's a great step forward. So what else are you looking forward to hearing about at the forum? Well, I think the, the great thing about the forum is you always get a really diverse uh, and wide range of opinions uh, and debate from uh, industry players, but also from companies who've got an international reach. But what you also get is a great mix of regulatory input, policy input and media input as well. So I think that's what makes the Aurora Conference different uh, and, and the forum very different than an awful lot of other uh, normal energy conferences. So I think that audience is great. I also think the seniority uh, uh, and the significance of the people who are coming and talking and the, therefore the quality of the debates and the quality of the sessions is incredibly high. So what I look to get out of the, the, the forum and attending the forum is a whole lot of new ideas, a, a different way of thinking about some of the problems and some of the challenges. Uh, but it's all also backed up by some great research uh, from Aurora themselves, and therefore you can actually ground this in reality and you can ground it in science. And I think that is uh, what makes this incredibly powerful and incredibly important. Finally then, uh, imagine you're in charge of the Aurora Spring Forum guest speaker list for 2025. A bit of a parlour game here. Who would be your priority booking and why? Okay, so I, yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, I think Aurora are very good at, at picking some of the, the obvious big names and the obvious big companies and, and, and media people, etc., to get involved in it. And I think that's fantastic. And, I, and again, I think that will get, give the forum and the conference a really, really good head start. 
but maybe you know, if you were to look to, to do something a little bit different, maybe it would be great to see something like a David Attenborough's name on the list, uh, maybe an Al Gore name on the list, uh, maybe a Greta Thunberg name on the list. So you're getting a, a, another perspective on top of the business, commercial, regulatory, political, media one. You're getting one from from other stakeholders on another angle, and I think that would be that that would be a, a, a real coup. For the forum and i think it would really uh, help shift the debate and, and help get people thinking brilliant have you got their phone numbers that you can help us with <laughs> yeah, they're all on speed dial yeah keith anderson there chief executive of scottish power i hope this podcast has whetted your appetite ahead of the event on tuesday the 24th of march tickets are available so go to our website auroraer.com for more details Keep an eye out for more podcast previews and there'll also be a post-event edition that'll give you a real flavour of the day and what was discussed. The best way to get hold of these is by subscribing to this channel on whatever platform you use. And if you can, feel free to give the podcast a rating and write a review. Thanks for listening and goodbye.